I hope you've had a joyful week. Welcome back to the Live Curious Die Wild podcast. I'm your host, Atlas Mari. Every Saturday, we discuss a topic related to intentional living in order to help you stop cruising on autopilot and start taking the wheel. You deserve to fiercely and joyfully live your dreams with courage, self-confidence, and an abundance mindset. So grab a cup of coffee, matcha, tea, or lemon water, and let's go. Happy New Year! As we step into 2022, I think it's a perfect time to reflect on 2021, to consider what we're thankful for, what went well, and what we can learn from. Today's episode, Failures or Lessons, will focus on learning from our failures. I'd like to begin by considering the following quote from Mandy Hale, author of The Single Woman, Life, Love, and a Dash of Sass. Here's that quote. Sometimes it takes a wrong turn to get you to the right place. While I'm a firm believer that there are not truly any wrong turns, I do believe that failure can provide valuable and unexpected lessons. A failure by definition is something that doesn't go as planned, but many people allow themselves to get caught up in the emotions that often accompany failure. Common emotions experienced with failure are frustration, confusion, lowered self-confidence, self-pity, embarrassment, and a lack of direction. These feelings are all natural, and it's fine to sit with them for a while, but it's important to keep two things in mind. Number one, it is human to fail. You will fail often throughout your life. Number two, the sooner you process your emotions and learn the lessons of your failure, the sooner you can set a new course and the closer you will be to success. Here are a few examples about failure. Failure is so common that it is built into new business plans. When a group of friends and I considered opening a hookah lounge, we met with a local business consulting organization. They emphasized that we needed to have enough capital and reserve to cover bills and unforeseen expenses for the first three to five years. This is often the most difficult period for new businesses, so we needed to be prepared. Likewise, you need to be prepared, resilient, and accept that failure and rejection are inevitable. Failure can lead to frustration, which can cause stress or spurn excitement. I'm a problem solver. When I fail, I keep searching for a new, better answer. As a teacher, I consistently ask myself, how can I help my students earn even higher marks? How can I help them earn higher marks with more confidence and less stress? There are always ways to improve. As a teacher, it wasn't just about improving my students to help them be more confident and successful. It was also about improving myself. It was about me learning new skills so well that I knew beyond a doubt that I could convey them to my students. And if my students were receptive, then we would both be successful. Failure can lead to frustration and an unclear sense of direction, but you should remember your lessons. In 1968, Spencer Silver, a chemist, intended to invent the stickiest substance that would never come apart. Instead, he invented one of the weakest. I'm sure this was quite devastating, but he never destroyed the notes on his experiment or forgot his discovery. He valued his lesson. So when a fellow scientist was in search of a movable bookmark, his discovery became the first post-it note. Failure is not always what it seems. You have the ability to change the story of your failure. Failure can cause embarrassment and lower self-confidence, or it can motivate urgency 
and competition. While I was earning my degree in journalism and English education, I worked several sales jobs. These sales jobs paid a decent but low salary, plus commissions and often bonuses. These bonuses could be anything from paycheck bonuses for a total number of biweekly sales to walking out of your shift with an extra $20 in your pocket because you made the next sale before anyone else, to winning high-end speakers with incredible base if your team had the highest weekly sales. The bonus schemes incentivize me to learn from the high achievers on the sales floor and to focus on adjusting my dialogue with customers in order to maximize my potential to make sales and increase income. In addition to adjusting my dialogue with customers, what I most learned about sales is the famous phrase, it's a numbers game. And there's something exceptional about this game. It can have an asymmetrical payoff. What this means is you may speak with 10 customers one day and have no sales, or you may speak with 10 customers and have 10 sales, and three of those customers may be so happy with you that they practically sell your product to their friends for you. With an asymmetrical payoff, experimentation is rewarded. And this is true in so many aspects of life. For example, the more you do something, the more you'll learn about it, and the more likely you are to succeed. The more people you ask out on a date, the more likely you are to get a yes. Failure can cause embarrassment and lower self-confidence, but it can also help you be more intentional about how you can best reach your goals. It's important to never stop trying. I've always wanted to be stronger and more muscular through weight training. Over the years, I've tried training by myself, with the guidance of gym trainers, and with two personal coaches. I had the most success with my personal coaches, but in both cases, I stopped around month two or three despite seeing success. Between December 2019 and June 2020, I had three surgeries, and right afterwards, I tore my right bicep and needed physical therapy until April 2021. So about a year and a half after my first surgery, I was released from PT and decided it was time to begin rebuilding my strength but I needed a new approach. I had already begun eating healthier, including eating more protein and drinking less alcohol to expedite my healing. Now I needed a weightlifting plan. It was like having a personal coach because I could see the results, but one that I could manage on my own. I researched and found the Fighter Workout Package by Momo Muscle. Her programs are designed specifically around the science behind training female and AFAB bodies. So through trial and error, I'd finally found a program that worked. In the words of Jeff Bezos, founder of Amazon, you can't invent and pioneer if you cannot accept failure. To invent, you need to experiment. And if you know in advance it's going to work, well, <laughs> it's not an experiment. Experimenting inherently involves trial and error. Error is failure, but this failure also teaches us lessons. Let's recap a few key points. Number one, failure is inevitable. Number two, Lean into and process the difficult emotions that often accompany failure as soon as possible. Number three, look for the lesson. Number four, develop an action plan to apply your lessons. Number five, readjust your process. Number six, never give up. And number seven, as a good friend likes to remind me, build better. 
In the next episode, How We Play, we'll discuss how play is so important to maintaining balance in our lives. I'd like to leave you with a quote to consider from Dr. Lucia Capocchione, art therapist and author. Here's that quote. Play keeps us vital and alive. It gives us an enthusiasm for life that is irreplaceable. Without it, life just doesn't taste good. We'll revisit that idea in episode 19. I hope you're feeling more confident and courageous to live your dream life. If you enjoyed the podcast, please share it with your friends and networks, subscribe to your favorite listening channel, and rate and review on Apple Podcasts. Also, check out my surveys and let me know what topics you'd like me to cover in coming episodes. To buy a paperback copy of my book, follow me on Instagram at atlasamari and click the Amazon link in my bio, or click the Amazon link in the podcast description box below. Thank you from the bottom of my heart. I look forward to sharing more episodes with you.